Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jick. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. And me, Mogwai Poet. This is a special guest, Mogwai Poet. He's Hi. A, he's a buddy and games man. Woo-hoo. And uh, he's, here to, he's here to talk about uh, Kingdom of Loathing with us for a little while and maybe get some KOL and Frog Fractions related Q&A from you, the listeners. But before we start doing that, how you guys been? I've been okay. Yeah. Sure. We've been working on yeah. Kingdom of Loathing. I had a I had like a a day wrecking uh, hangover, which was annoying because I didn't drink that much the night before. I think you didn't drink at all the night before. I know I did. I did. I just uh, I think it's possible that it's it's more that I'm getting old than it is that I'm drinking. You think it's possible that you're getting old? Yeah, I have no confirmation from day to day. I feel like I'm the same. Yeah. You still feel like a teenager on the inside. I do, except for when I have a hangover that basically lasts an entire day. You know, the trouble with uh, the name Mogwai Poet is that it's really long, so I'm just going to call you Jim. <laughs> that that sounds great to me. Jim, do you still feel like a teenager in your heart? In many respects, yes. In yeah, So, yes and no. How's that for an answer? Good. It's, uh, <laughs> Good. That's a fact. Let's dig into it a little. Cover do, all do the Do we want to do that? All right. I mean, what the thing that I miss most about being a teenager was the ability to just sit there and do the same dumb shit all, literally all day that I just can't do anymore. I, I I will, pardon me while I turn off my phone. Because you get bored with it or because you no, just don't have the because time because of, of your adult responsibilities? Because, well, more than that, because of the opportunity cost of thinking I should be doing all these other things instead. Hmm. Which is a thing that didn't occur to you when you were a kid. But it explains why adults were always mad at you. <laughs> yes, it does, doesn't it? How dare you have such freedom? Nope. Yeah, it drove him crazy. You should feel guilty about not spending this limited amount of time that you do not yet realize that you have on Earth. Well, it, it worked because I feel guilty now. Good, good. Yeah. And you'll pass it on to your children. God willing. <laughs> yeah. Youth is wasted on the young. Mm. <sighs> Guys, uh, it's not... What did we do in KOL since the last show? Did we roll a challenge path? Yeah, it's only yeah. the 20th, so we rolled a new challenge path, and that's it seems to be fairly well-received in spite of being very hard. hard. Yeah. Um, I didn't put out much in the way of a call for questions, but I thought that I might take advantage of Jim's presence uh, to ask Jim. Jim. Hey, Jim. Hi. How do you feel about the Kingdom of Loathing video game? You started playing again after meeting us, and you seem to have stuck around... To uh, to some extent, at yeah, least. a little bit. So you've been, I, I, you've been playing longer than longer than honestly I expected. Just somebody <laughs> somebody who came in not because they discovered it or somebody told them that it was cool, but like, oh, you were aware of it years and years and years ago. I played it years ago. I I think I ascended a couple times back then in like two thousand five. Oh. Okay, so you were more into it than I. Than I, I had think a Mister Accessory. Is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah. yeah, had one of those. So I liked it enough to give you money. Good. Um, in what, like two thousand four. So around there, I mean, it was. I guess it was post. So adjusted for inflation, it, you gave us a million dollars. Yeah, that was well. Uh, uh, that was back when the U.S. dollar was worth more than the Canadian dollar. Right, right. Um. So I, I, I probably actually still have an account that I can't remember the name of. Good. Was that before you started going by Mogwai Poet? In general? it must have been because it, mm. because Mogwai Poet was not taken. What kind of, uh, what kind of other nicknames do you use? places or have you historically what oh. was your first handle oh my god um my first t- this is what i used in the bbs scene in princeton and in the demo scene wow um it was it was fister with a pf which is fantastic i found out later it's also a faucet company <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what i know of it as <laughs> um it was um i named myself after a character in a comic book that my dad had written in high school Okay. Um, and published or, or? No, no, just like wrote and then drew in some notebooks and had around the house. Huh. Okay. Which I, yeah, I, I enjoyed them being, you know, young do? and. Was he a wizard? No, but he was a funny guy. Okay. Was he like a detective? Um, the character, I have no recollection. I just remember the name. <laughs> Okay, but it was cool enough to name yourself after. I like the, you know, I like, and this is the same with Mogwai Poet, where I like, I was trying to name myself in Gmail back when I was trying to set up a Gmail account. Oh, I had just God. gotten an invite back when they needed invites, and everything was taken. Like, everything I wanted to use was taken, so I was just fucking, just 
I'll just type in some letters. I like this sequence of letters. That looks good to me. <laughs> and I'll use that. And oh, it's not taken. So you're probably lucky that you didn't get any of what you initially wanted. Like, say, your first initial and your last name or whatever. I wanted you would that get, so bad. Well, but at this point, as with a fairly common first letter name and a fairly common last name, you would get... I would say hundreds, if not thousands of emails a year to real people who just aren't you. That makes sense. A lot of people believe that your email address is their email address and just type it into things like college applications and stuff. <laughs> things you'd think. That would, that would be like getting presents in the mail. I get to read somebody's college sure. application. Yeah, I you, once received any, like actual cash through like Google Wallet. No, I haven't. I did once receive, though, a scan of the birth certificate and social security card of another person with my name, which would have been extremely useful if I were a criminal <laughs> and could Maybe convince people that I was. I mean, that's really the sort of thing. That's the opportunity. That's the, the, the you know, I'm point, sure right? everybody's had this. Every listener has had this experience of like, I just found this really incredible fandom porn where like, man, I really wish I was into those characters. Okay. And then you could, this is grand opportunity for you. Like maybe I could go like watch this TV series and then this por amazing porn would be that much hotter. Huh? Huh? Okay. Uh, uh, you guys aren't familiar with this. No, I haven't had that happen. I don't think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is, I mean, the, the, guys... notion, the notion that like, I, I have to really be into the genre for, Something to be titillating is is kind oh, of oh no no it's it's just you know a little bit you of get extra more juice. out of it like if you're already if you're already enjoying it right but you feel mm -hmm. like it would have more context okay <laughs> so to speak for your you know for your self pollution okay it so I didn't do anything I've never done anything other than like tell some old people that I'm not their son or whatever yeah. I did uh, get like oh well thanks for letting me know you're welcome to come to the family reunion anyway if you want that's what an old man <laughs> said to me once. I feel like you should do some sort of white collar uh, crime that you don't have to be present for and make sure that you use uh, the other social security number when you do it. Yeah, I told them that I deleted it, but I didn't, you know, because it's <laughs> Gmail and you can't really delete anything. I mean, you can. Can you? Sure. Yeah, you, you oh. can totally like you push delete on it and then you go empty the trash and then, well... You never see it again. Well, sure, yeah. But I bet you could. I bet if you called Google, real, ask real nicely, hey, do you I, think I could maybe get somebody else's social security card? Yeah, that wouldn't they, surprise they'd me. They'd tell you, yes, they're nice. Come on. <laughs> my, friend, my friend said that they were going to let me into their email account, but uh, they forgot. Can you just let me look at it real quick? Yeah. That seems like the kind of thing they'd be pretty understanding about. Yeah. So if you were to characterize your experience of playing the game now versus your experience of playing it back in the day. Do you remember enough detail about it to like be really cognizant of what's changed? Cause this is the perspective that I am acutely interested in Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people who were interested in the game years ago would be interested in it now if mm -hmm. they understood the extent to which it has changed. And I'm curious even having played it, yeah. how would you characterize the extent? Yeah, so we're talking about a difference of time in about 10 years, so my memory is going to be warped, but it plays about the same to me. Okay. Like, it, it feels like the same game with a little bit more polish on it. I'm honestly, like, most of the content that I'm seeing, I'm either, like, this looks, I remember this, or... um. It's it it's at such a I remember it at such a, a rate that I I can dismiss the the stuff I don't remember as like well I just forgot that okay um I'm actually curious like from a from a just straight up like text perspective yeah what percentage of what you are seeing is new because I would have probably guessed sixty percent I mean most of the most of the stuff that we have added is not a thing that just sort of casually playing through the main quest lines you would see, mm -hmm. but there is a lot of new stuff and a lot of new structure in the stuff that you would see. Okay. And so, but, but it's you, you it new is, writing is what you're saying. Yeah. A little bit. And, and, yeah. and it's, I wonder though, so much of the, so much of the effort on that sort of core stuff, because it's, because people reject too much change, right? I mean, people who have been for years just playing through their just doing ascension after ascension after ascension and going through the core stuff, they don't want fundamental changes. They don't want something to just go away and be replaced with something else. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it has just been a lot of the work in redoing that stuff has been geared towards like 
I don't know, fixing inconsistent art and adding more variety of things for you to find, uh, making the pacing friendlier, which is things that you wouldn't notice unless you had been very unlucky previously and didn't know that you weren't just lucky this time in terms of the amount of time that it stuff took to take. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in there that is improving my experience without me realizing it. Uh, one of the things that I have noticed, um, is that it's way easier to find decent food and booze on the mall now. And it's also cheaper. Hmm. And so I was playing like 200 turns a day, which never would have happened 10 years ago for me. Interesting. Hmm. Um, and I, I, I actually found that to be too much. Yeah. No, I agree with you, but it's another one of those things where we can't take it away. Of course. Of course. Right? Yeah. And it's, it, I've said even, even five years ago, I've said, like, if you told me, if you, if you opened a window back in time and told me people will be able to get 300 turns from fairly readily available food and booze, I would say, what, like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because that, that is, that is crazy. But it's just, it's one of those things where if you want something, if we want something to be good, right? If we want to make new food or new booze, it either has to be better than other stuff in some way, or it gets more or less completely ignored. Um, yeah. And that's, we try making things that are orthogonally interesting, but we're not always super good at it. They're, yeah. It's, it's hard yeah. to fill I, from a design perspective. Niches. I mean, this is a, a classic like RPG problem of how do you accommodate the player's larger numbers and with a resource like adventures, I mean, the way you do that is obviously to put in things bigger, that consume more bigger than time sinks, right? Yeah. And actually, I had noticed that, like the um, the whole war quest, that's very adventure sinky. Um, it, I mean, only if you don't. So, so the war is is past the point where the quest tracker actually gives any advice about what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, the war is dramatically speedable up. If you do the side quest, like you oh, start, yeah. well, I was, I was looking at wikis, so I know oh, yeah. to do that. But Even I mean, so, still, I thought it was, it's not how many turns does the war take if you're actually doing it? hundred ish. A hundred. Yeah. Depends, yeah. On, it depends on how I guess that's still a lot to quest. accomplish a single thing. It felt like a lot to me anyway. Um, sure. I mean, people, it definitely people made, the like, side quests so that they are doing them while they're doing other stuff. Yeah, that's right, true. Right, right. And what bothered me about that wasn't that I was eating up adventures, but that it took so much time, like my personal time. Um, hmm. And I'm wondering if it wouldn't be reasonable to have some actions take more than one adventure. Yeah. Like, I wish that we had done stuff like that from the beginning Mm -hmm. so that when we did it, it wouldn't be so distasteful to a vocal Uh, There is a portion of the game that takes two adventures per action, and it's, it is very unpopular in in the way that it does that, and we... The the problem is it, it doesn't have to, like, it takes, all of the underwater stuff takes two adventures per turn unless you're using a different sort of resource to make it only take one. And I think that if there wasn't any way to make it only take one, oh, it, yeah. that would seem less distasteful. I mean, it's hmm. it's probably the case that if we, we would probably make people happy if there was just a button that you could press in the war that spent ten turns and killed ten dudes. Hmm. Right. Yeah. That's not a thing that an optimizer would do. Right. Right. But it's and and the thing is, I just have to not listen to people. Like I put a thing in the bar where you can spend five turns and just get a bunch of meat. Right. And I don't know that. I don't know if that's a thing that you ran into while you were doing that. But it's just when you like it's a thing that the bartender tells you about when you turn in the quest in the tavern. Right. And it's just this is a thing where you can just hit a button, spend five turns. And it's like five turns of like fairly suboptimal meat farming. But. The there only- was there was a period in the game where the most optimal way to raise your stats was to take a vacation. The shore trips that took three, three turns, turns each, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was like well pre-ascension, right? Sure, and, sure. and that was some of the only content that was actually designed to Scale. for the numbers to go up linearly, like just like because there was nothing else to do. That's why it was there. I mean, yeah. There's a grease monkey script I use that 
lets you specify a certain number of turns and it will just adventure in whatever zone you last adventured in for that many turns automatically using your like whatever combat macro you select just repeatedly until the fight is over and, yeah and I, I just think it would be better if the if the game didn't make you want to do that right mm. like yeah but I, I mean i do want to do that you should send me that script <laughs> <laughs> it's called you know, click saver and it's fine when i when i have played other games that are similar to kol i have also started using stuff like that because it's like well i don't really feel like spending the time that it takes to play this correctly but i don't want to waste the resources i don't want right, to waste my right. days allotments of turns but you know so my point of reference is the bar thing right which no one ever said anything good about it everybody was like sure. why did you do this this is stupid you are tricking people into wasting their turns suboptimally I'll bet there are people who really like it and really appreciate it and don't care that it's suboptimal. But like when things like that happen, like added a skill for seal clubbers in the recent sort of like we doubled up the number of skills that every class had, which that's the thing. Like, did you notice that? No. Did you notice that there were twice as many skills? No, I did not. Available that. to you. So, so that's weird. But I mean, it's, that's a thing. It's that not was, that weird in terms of like memory. No, like, sure. But it, but it's. It yeah, is definitely yeah. one of the things that would potentially be the most obvious. Yeah. I, so notably, I probably only used half the skills. Yeah. You so. know, I, it, it, it's a, uh, I mean, of course, that's a case of like, if everybody uses a different half, then that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, especially towards the end of the game, I was only ever using um, soul bubble and then whatever, com whatever like combat spell seemed appropriate. Right. That makes sense. That was I mean, that's super, super efficient. Yeah. And that's great. I mean, that's, that's sort of like a lot of the skill revamp was in sort of making combat easier for people who weren't trying to eke the most out of it. And that's fine. It, like th what, what that reads to me is the easiest and most effective way for a casual player to deal with combat as a saucer is by using fucking saucer skills, which makes is sense. awesome. Like, yeah. um, because, you know, you would have had a slightly different, you would have had a slightly different rotation that you landed on if you were playing a different class, I think, right. without a bunch of perm skills. <sighs> and I think the fact that all of the feedback that we got about that spending multiple turns at once in the bar thing, because you could get more for your resources if you didn't use that, like all of the feedback we got from that was negative, but I don't think that that means anything other than the people that are most likely to give feedback are the people that are invested enough to want to care. Do you have a way to procure information from your user base to like ask people, what do you think of this? Not like surveys or metrics. Really. No. That would probably be a good thing for someone running an MMO to be able to do. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely considered the idea of, of just popping in like, Hey, we'll give you 30 meat if you fill out this survey. Or whatever, just something that like you can either do it because you want to be helpful or you can do it because you want this this thing. And then, you know, figuring out, I mean, because we're good with data, right? So, I mean, we could collect that and find stuff out. But yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of a weird thing, though. Like, what do you think of the ability to spend five turns at once bussing tables for the bartender? And I feel like the answer 99 times out of 100 is I didn't know about it because it's one of a million things in this game. Right. Right. And we don't want to shove everything in everybody's face all the time because it is an overwhelming amount of stuff. Right. And so it's, yeah, I don't know. But in this case, you're, you're not, you're asking in terms of, um, rather with, with the intent to make a decision about the future, right? If you, if you preferred, you could ask in term, you could ask if as a hypothetical, how would you feel if we did this? Yeah, I feel like the answer to that is basically always, I would hate it because it is different than what I know. Right? I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, we've gotten... And that's... Yeah, that's like, true. I have just gotten... And that wouldn't be true if we were sampling people randomly, I don't think. But certainly if I went into the forums and I said, oh, yeah, well, hey, I'm yeah, thinking but... about changing this thing. What do you guys think? At, like, everyone would immediately say, if you do that, I and everyone else will stop donating and stop playing how how did you yeah. get this far as such an idiot the forums is a weird uh, yeah cross sure, but i mean the community though i mean it, but even if you discount that you know you're right it you can't just ask people 
how they would feel because they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's rough. And I mean, it's also like, that's the kind of thing where if you, the more useful the data is, the, the more difficult the data is to collate because mm-hmm. useful data is somebody telling you how they feel as opposed to picking from a multiple choice drop down how they feel. Yeah. Right. Cause it's easier to do that at random and you can't tell if somebody's selecting a multiple choice thing at random. I mean, I guess you just randomize the default. And so then you just assume that the low, the low end is just noise, right? So as opposed to putting the thing like, oh, this sucks or oh, this is awesome. And it sucks is by default. So somebody who's just clicking it because it's a button in front of them and not actually reading the question or giving a meaningful response isn't always going to give the same answer. You could ask them to hook up their webcam and then (laughs) run analysis software to see what their emotions are like, watch them, watch them yeah, yeah. just wa- watch how the eyebrows go up and down <laughs> do they flush slightly mm-hmm. are they a robot oh yeah you can uh, tell I me for- about your mother <laughs> yeah i forget how good the camera has to be from this but i remember seeing a paper about how you can you can get somebody's pulse from yeah well the wii u can do that right so it, you can't need the wii u as a camera doesn't it I don't know. Uh, no, maybe. Are you okay, thinking no. of Connect? Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking of the Connect. The Connect can do it. So I don't. Right. Know. Okay. I was gonna say the hardware doesn't have to be too good because it's Nintendo hardware, but it's <laughs> it's. Not. Well, the the Connect hardware isn't that great either. I think I was thinking about the Vitality sensor. Oh, that's a good one too. Did you guys see the the like the high speed video being able to reconstruct? Oh, sound audio? based on yeah. Oh, like, like you, off the you point a camera chip at a bag? plant oh. or a potato oh, chip yeah, bag yeah. and can reconstruct yeah. the sound sort of. Being able to do that in old videos yep. is silent movies mm. isn't isn't quite slow enough or isn't quite fast enough to mm. to work but yeah that would have to be a really high frame rate camera because the the sample rate of film is well, so much lower they can they, get a kind of a garbagey version of it from normal frame rate well video from recordings. from digital from rolling shutter cameras because you they're the way that they, they like scan a pixel at a time huh. and so you can sort of interpolate what the how the object changes shape by the the pixel differences oh it, so you get more than one really frame weird. yeah you're you're but right. it's a, a line at a time right yeah, yeah. Mm. so it's pretty rad Sig- siggraph has has always the coolest uh things uh having to do with like science and vision and sound and stuff what would you do differently if you were in charge of kingdom of loathing I I do not have the information to answer that question. You mean from my own life? <laughs> yeah, what do you think what do you think would what add a think, color? What do you think would make it I'm trying to I'm trying to frame this in a way that's not gonna gonna seem like I'm trying to get you to be mean. Yeah, no, I Do you I really see- feel like I would need to know a lot more about Kingdom of Loathing to to be able to do something like that. What could have what could have improved what would improve your experience moment to moment? The ability to have fewer turns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but but how you get there from here, I don't know. I mean, that's a choice that you can make also. Just so playing you can just the game on the not. inside of your glasses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I actually really that was one of the things I even liked back in like 2005, I guess. It was uh that I couldn't waste the entire day like I would with World of Warcraft. Right. You know, I really liked that, like, there's a hard limit on this. Um, but isn't that what you what you wish you could do if you could be a teenager again? Yeah. Well, when I, th- I think of that in a romantic sense where, like, the thing I would usually do as a teenager is spend all day programming or writing music. Okay. As opposed to, you know... Those were the things that you considered wasteful? Like, that seems, like, totally... Noble. Oh, no, no, not... Wa- but... Well, the the, the point isn't that they're wasteful. It's that I'm doing them at the expense of everything else. Ah, uh, okay. And there were some pretty high costs that I paid for that in many respects. Social uh, social currency. For, for, and, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it, it is very easy for me to say, oh, man, if I hadn't spent so much time like writing computer games in basic when I was a teenager, I would have had more girlfriends. But no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> What would you have had instead? I don't know. Yeah. Some other hobby. Maybe. 
Yeah. But like, it would have been another waste of time. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Like, it, it's not like I was going to write yeah, the existentially. Great we're all novel. just kind of wasting time until yeah. we die. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I just I don't know that there's anything that I could have or would have done with myself that I would consider productive now. So, I mean, maybe that's it. Like, maybe what you miss is not having the ability to do something worthwhile and so not having the guilt of not doing something worthwhile. I mean, that's the thing. In a different time, could have chopped wood for the to, you know, make it more likely that the family would survive through the winter or whatever. To build houses for scorpions. (laughs) I figured out what I would do differently. What's that? I would fire all of your friends and hire all of my friends. (laughs) Okay. That's, I think that is a reasonable course of action. Huh. What do you think that would do to the character of the of the game? I, Oddly unchanged. I, you know, <laughs> I don't think it would actually be that different. I, I think most of... Especially given, like, that there's so much work already in there uh, that I would personally feel obligated to follow the, the house style. Right. You know, and it's not so far off from my own sense of humor. Sure. Yeah, I... I it might... There might be some drift... Pretty close. More right. fractions. Maybe. Maybe. I'm kind of sick of fractions. <laughs> I think I'm done with those in my life. Okay. Whole numbers from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, do you guys want to do, do some questions? Yeah, sure. I was just doing those. <laughs> yeah, but these are questions from our listeners. Oh, oh, oh. Intermission says, after all this gameplay discussion drama, I don't know a lot about it, just the feeling I got visiting the forums, trendy discussions, better ad suggestions, people saying you guys don't listen to the player base anymore, people complaining about slow and steady, all those hard feelings, etc., etc., etc. I just got the thanks for donating message, so I turned on chat. Many people are posting theirs. Somebody just posted, I hope the dev team realize how much this game means to so many of us. Oh, well, thanks, Intermission. Also, there's a fantastic new challenge path many seem to enjoy. I think things are going up, 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 up now. Oh, gosh, I hope so. He doesn't really have a question, but he just wanted to say best wishes from Austria. Well, thanks, Intermission. Intermission from Austria says that everything is going to be fine, guys. Cool. <laughs> um, we, so we turned off the ads because, mm. you know, the the bullshit lies of salesmen turned out to be bullshit lies of salesmen. We figured basically what we when when they approached us and insisted that this number X was the amount of money that we stood to make if we put ads on the site, we thought if we made a quarter of that, it would be worth doing. Like there's, it there's no way that this number, there's is, no way is that accurate. that number is real. We did not believe the number, but we thought if we, if, if it is only off by 300%, then it's still worth a try, but it ended up being off by a factor of 500 yeah. by 50, really 50. We were on track for about 2% of their forecasts and so it's like fuck this yeah uh, you're able to tell uh, this was only like a week ago right yeah about 10 days yeah but it was we were able to tell because it wasn't that the ads were not that like the ads could have ended up earning about a quarter of what they said the individual ads were going to earn but what was not happening was they were not we were not able to actually deliver as many as we believed that we would be able to because of the way that they work. Mm. Huh. Uh, the the fast so, page refreshes. Yeah. Is fast page loads. The fact that, you know, the fact that a lot, like people don't, I mean, really, I guess it was just the speed of it. And it also, because of that, it made performance really shitty. Like the browsers yeah. would just get mm. choked up with backed up network requests because it didn't know to stop handling that network request. So it was just, and you know, we told them this, we said, this is just a bunch of fast page loads from a small number of people. Like these numbers are misleading. And they said, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. All, all that matters is page loads yeah, because they just, they told us they just didn't know what they were talking about. And yeah. so, so is the, the problem, I, pardon me for dwelling on this, but I'm no. curious from a technical perspective. Um, are you saying that the, the, People would the page would load and then the the ad would then fail to load before the user had moved on to the next page. Yeah, That's, that yeah. was one of several technical problems. Okay, yeah. So you know, it just it was never going to work the way that they said it was going to, and now I just feel like an asshole. Like it it was very difficult for me to make the decision to even try it, and the carrot that they were dangling had to be really meaningful in terms of our ability to actually sort of use it to do good yeah. in order for me to kind of 
crossed that ethical boundary and now I have crossed it and not been able to do any good as a result of it and yeah. now yeah. I just feel like my soul is dead inside and <laughs> I mean hindsight is 2020 I think it was a perfectly valid decision with the information that you had at the time yeah except that still it, it I really believed they like, were lying and then it turned out that they were lying you know it right. it, it, it it does suck to sell out poorly yeah <laughs> that's like the worst kind of like you don't even get the benefit yep yeah that's yep. just sort of a give out yeah. Uh, Kuerty writes, are you ever going to add another element, like a real one, not cute or shadow? Um, <laughs> so Or bad spelling. Bad spelling, yeah. This oh, is... Oh, go on, go on. Sorry, I was going to interrupt. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to... Um, th- one of the things that I was surprised I didn't see more of were different classes. Like new classes? New cl- like it's the same six of them? Six classes? Yeah. The same ones. They're... There are new classes. They're just hidden. Yeah. Uh, Like there are various, when you ascend, there are a lot of different sort of challenge paths that you can do runs as now. And many of them are just, you're playing as a different class. So the problem with adding new classes is that adding a class also adds 30 new skills that Mm -hmm. you can perm. And then that's just crazy power creep in addition to being able to perm all of the skills of all of the existing classes right so i i keep forgetting like how much some some people play this game yeah it's no. not like play it for a couple of months in 2005 and then sure, a couple yeah. of months in 2014 well and yeah. it's weird i feel like you got further into it than most people do when they just dip in casually mm-hmm. in 2005 but but yeah i mean it's people have been playing at that level of engagement since 2005 right new classes are additive power in a way that they would normally be additive content. And while hmm. I really like additive content and it's a thing that we're pretty good at and you know, it's, it's fun and it's a good use of my time. I think, uh, adding new classes is a thing that just, but it, I mean, it, I, I feel like the challenge pads solve that problem pretty, pretty handily. Well, they, they do accept you- that they do accept that. I think it would probably be better for, I mean, maybe it wouldn't be, but, it would be interesting for a new player for there to be 30 funny things to choose from instead of just six. I don't, I, I don't think at that level that it would be intimidating. Right. No, because it's not important. You can, because you can change it through the course of normal gameplay. And it's not sure. like tricky to figure out how to do that anymore. You just keep doing what the thing says. And every few days you finish an ascension. Right. And then you can try out another class. But yeah, it's just, it's just a matter of the perming infrastructure. Elements are, a thing that I would, you know, in a KOL 2, which is probably just what we should do. <laughs> I, like, having five elements and three stats and six classes, like, mm-hmm. we, I want all of our numbers to... To be able to to grid out and yeah, be divisible. Yeah. So, what I would do is not have... So, the elements work in the sort of, like, weird kind of Magic the Gathering uh, sure. five each one opposed to two thing. And I would not, I think do that again because I forget about that more often than I use it for anything. I think that what I would do if I had it to do over again is that there would just be elements. The damage could be of arbitrary elements and some monsters and like some player abilities were just like resistance to this element plus damage to this element. And then some monsters would just have either vulnerabilities or resistances to specific elements. Mm. And then that's how that system works because then it'd be real easy to like, well, if we wanted to make a zone that was sort of independent of other stuff, we just make all of the damage in there, its own element and make it. So you are not going to be able to really succeed in there until you engage with the new area on the new areas level. Do we not already do that to some extent? We do to some extent, but like it would be easier if there was more flexibility built into the system because it, we've got all this powerful stuff related to these elements, but we can't, for instance, well, I mean, we might be able to, but we cannot, for instance, like make a guy who is sleaze aligned, but you have to do sleaze damage to him because right now it's just the way that the very structured and systemized right. set of elements works that damage it is just decisions one. that have been made years ago right right and we can't do we can do less interesting stuff with it because it is so formalized 
Yeah, I mean, we've, I think in response to that, we've done a lot of stuff like adding damage versus specific types of monsters. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got the whole phylum system and then the like six horror categories and stuff. Uh, Mattressize says, I was wondering why you don't implement a buy order system for the mall where people could post goods they want to buy for a specific price and hold the money in escrow and people could sell it to them. Wouldn't this be a useful addition to our mall addiction habits? It's in the air. People asking for it. Hmm. The the thing that, uh, the you know, and I'll just, I've said this before. The thing that makes me resistant to it is in order for you to say, I want to produce a buy order for this item, the interface for that is a list of every item in, in the Kingdom of Loathing. You could, and you could make people type it. You You could, but doing that exposes... Items that no one has found yet or whatever, <laughs> right? Like there's a lot of problems with opening that information up, right? And there are also like 8,000 items at this point. So it's, yeah. uh, you know. Maybe you can only you put also, buy orders on things that are already in the mall. Yeah. I mean. You search for something and or, then you or see or it. You could like, even like limit people, limit things to people, things they've already seen. Yeah. I mean, it. it's a... I really like that idea. Yeah. I feel like it, it adds a lot of, it, it, it like provides some symmetry that is necessary. Like I, I really like the, the, the symmetry of how the stock market works. I think it's a really simple, elegant, elegant system. Um, and so if you can solve this problem, that would be awesome. Yeah. That's I mean, basically my take on that idea. I think that people would definitely use it. Somebody, you know, some people point out like it would, I think become rampantly botted. Oh yes, definitely. Which is which is problematic. Isn't the mall already? Um yeah, but we we have some sort of informal limits that we impose on mall bots that make it not super super problematic. Mm. Like whereas Bots buying underpriced things in the mall, I feel like, has one effect. That effect is not to completely dominate all of the market behavior the way that bots creating buy orders would do. Mm -hmm. Because, like, basically, the flea market is another way, is another sort of... It was the original sort of element of the player economy where there was just, like, you listed them and whichever one was the cheapest got bought. But now there are bots that just constantly underprice everything in the flea market. But sort of as a philanthropic. Yeah, they're philanthropic. Like they're not, they're not trying to make, make meat in the flea market. They are trying to stop new players from getting fleeced by overpriced things in the flea market. But in my, like, I kind of want to just get rid of the flea market. That would be incredible if that's how hedge funds worked. (laughs) (laughs) Like I kind of want to get rid of the flea market because it has become a system that is mostly being played by machines and I, I worry that that would happen with buy orders, you know? Yeah. Well, you, it almost certainly would. It almost like the, the, I almost did that for world of Warcraft, you know, for the auction house, just cause it would be fun. And I mean, Riff used to sit running auctioneer for hours and hours and hours, God, just, yeah. just arbitraging stuff in the mall. And it, what, what makes me sad about that is that, the way that I tended to use the auction house in World of Warcraft is like, huh, you know, I'm not a leather worker, but every once in a while I end up with some leather. I bet somebody would appreciate it if I put this leather in the auction house real cheap. And the next time they go to buy leather to craft something that they want to make for their buddy, they'll be able to get some cheap leather. But no, what's fucking happening is that people running bots are just buying it up and then putting it back in the mall right. at whatever or putting it back in the auction house at whatever the market rate is. And like, that's not what I wanted. You know, that's yeah. not what I was trying to do there. And I get that my desires as a seller are not as potent an economic force as avarice, right? But your your desires as a game designer may be. Yeah, which is... And that's what the um, the buy limit or the, the items per day limit in the mall is for, right? Yeah, it's for people who don't want... Yeah, who people who want, people who want to be able to put stuff out there cheaply. Boy, when we added that feature, it... Like, there were such cries of, like, overregulation and, like, wasn't, destroying capitalism. And wasn't I'm like, that <laughs> immediately in response to some disaster at the mall where someone bought literally everything? It might have been. But 
Like, I, you would think that would be like, oh, this is a good idea, like, yeah. enough to generate that reaction. Right. But, I mean, my, my, my response then was the same as it is now, which was, no, adding different ways for sellers to voluntarily engage with a system cannot help but, like, increase the amount of freedom in the system. Like, there are things that you can do that you could not do before. You can do more things. Therefore, you are more free. Therefore, this market is more free. <laughs> right? Because... So as a seller, I want to list one price, but then I want to charge you a hundred times more. Yeah. We also stopped that from happening. Man, remember when you could do that? Remember when people would write bots to just oscillate the prices of things (laughs) in the mall so that when you submitted a buy, because we didn't verify that the price that you were buying it for was the price that the thing said when you submitted the click. That was, that was pretty fun. That's amazing. I wish that people. Wow. Yeah. No, it's great. It's fun. It's fun. You know, it's, I mean, I like, I, there was a lot of the shit that made me mad years ago, like before we more or less solved these problems. Right. But it, looking back on it now, it's like, that's a good story. Like that was yeah. very clever yeah. of them to do that. And you know, it sucks that like it, well, okay. So what, what it, what it represented to me then was, oh, this system that I made is shitty in a way that's very obvious to me now was dumb. And also a bunch of people are really sad because of the shitty dumb thing I made that someone then very predictably exploited. <laughs> and so that was stressful and not super fun, but it, you know, hindsight is 2020 and also rose colored. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that we had limited the number of items that you could put in a mall store also your inventory (laughs) Mm, i'm not convinced that that would have been a good idea i think it that was a thing that we tried to do it wasn't it wasn't fun the way that we did it it wasn't practical in terms of data storage but i also think that it would have just been less fun you know i think that giving people better ways to manage the the sort of out of control spiraling bloat of the shit that they have in their inventory was a better move than limiting it because in i mean kol is pretty sandboxy right like there is a path to accomplish a particular thing and that is like the nominal obvious thing to that you're trying to accomplish, right? Which is to do the things that the government is telling you to do (laughs) until they tell you to kill yourself, which you then oblige, right? There are a lot of other things that you can go do if you decide, you know what? I don't want a government suggested suicide (laughs) today. I want to go play in these dungeons or I want to go swimming or I want to go do a bunch of optional quests that are in things that are out of the way and can actually be cool because we weren't confined by the sort of strictures of optimal play to make everything super predictable over the course of the, the, the mainline quest progression through the game. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. Unlimited inventory allows for much easier sort of user-defined goals because what if your goal is to collect one of everything? You wouldn't be able to do that if your inventory was limited. Like, because that is not a precious resource, it is just a resource that you don't have to worry about, and it it is an element of resource management that doesn't get in the way of other things that are fun. Right. Whereas something like hit points, for instance, right, serves a verisimilitude purpose, stops actually broken things from happening, like fights going on forever or whatever, and is an important resource to manage, even if it doesn't enter into most people's thinking most of the time because they're fighting things that are weak enough that they don't have to worry about it. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's all these different ways to heal hit points, but most people don't ever need them for anything. I don't know who that's for. I don't know who the healing potions in KOL are for, honestly. People fighting that. Wasn't there an enemy in there you needed to heal yourself to kill? Oh, uh, yeah. That's what it's for. Okay. It's for that. <laughs> uh, th- that works then. But why are there so many of them? There don't need to be so many of them. It's just that this is one that this thing that we made up would drop reasonably. Yeah. And well, that's- okay. Here's a perspective of a relatively new, like not new, but new recently new player. Um, I found myself using the mosquito familiar all the time. Yeah. Because I never had to go heal myself after combat. And that like the mosquito is derided as a a newbie trap. Uh huh. And 
that's just another one of those things where it's like, wow, this thing is awesome. It hits monsters and gives me hit points back. And that's awesome because now I just get a bunch of free hit points. And that experienced players will deride that as, you know, not only not only useless, but like stupid to use just, I think, goes to show how the perspective of experienced users is not broadly applicable. So what could I be doing? Just, just, you know, as a, for example, what could I be doing instead? So I feel like most people, if a familiar is not increasing item drops or increasing your stat gains or decreasing the number of turns that your run takes to complete, then it is a familiar that you should never use. Yeah. Right. But okay. From the perspective of like, I don't want to go, you know, rest in my house every couple of, a couple of fights. Right. Nobody ever wants to do that. Right. What would I do instead to keep my hit points high enough that I could keep fighting? In optimal play, you would almost never get hit. Uh-huh. And you would have methods of healing yourself. Yeah, you would have permed, like, you would have permed Cannelloni Cocoon very early because that is 20 MP in exchange for all of your hit points. Yeah. Huh. Which is another thing that's just broken. MP and, is definitely uh, the sort of scarce resource in the way that yeah. HP is not. Interesting. And we're very generous with HP, and there's a lot of ways to get it back, but, you know, ones that actually take up a resource that is important for anything else are the ones that are derided as a waste of space, like the mosquito, like resting in the campsite, especially resting in the campsite, right? Like resting. So adventures are such a precious commodity that resting is, you know, and we added a skill for seal clubbers that lets you spend an adventure to recover all of your hit points, which I would use the shit out of if I was playing this game because you're right. There are too many fucking adventures. I want to play this for 10 minutes a day. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, 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 I would uh, relish the opportunity to go do an adventure that doesn't require a bunch of additional clicking to finish it. Yep. And I think a lot of other people would, too. You know, maybe we need to bring back the concept of the gyms. They're so hidden. They now. exist? Yeah. I mean, there's a, you can just go and type in, like, 30, and it will just spend 30 turns and give you a bunch of a stat. Right? Like, if you just had 30 turns and you didn't have time to play them, but you didn't want to just waste them. Have you played EVE? I have not. One of the things EVE Online does, one of the many very interesting things it does is that um, your stat gains are based on real-time passing. Yeah. Um, and it would be really kind of amazing if, like, I came back to the game 10 years later. And, and you my just had a million had of every stat. Just, like, it auto-used <laughs> all the... All the adventures. Oh, and it's just spent... Yeah, being able to, like, script what you're... I mean, so, this is a thing that I've that I've also considered. Like, when in the, in the past, when I've spent some time thinking about Twilight Heroes and how I would do a superhero KOL, like, like your day job would be a, an equipment slot, basically, and would determine what benefits you got during the, during rollover, essentially. But yeah, like if you could just, if you could choose a job that was like, whenever I have turns that I don't spend, hmm. this is what I want out of them. And maybe it's or fucking. Or if, if turns get wasted because of hitting the cap. When, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then, then it just, then like based on what your job is, you get something for those turns. So maybe you do come back and you are like, the guy with one giant arm. <laughs> you've been spending six huh. years just doing curls with, oh, with curls. one arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, Rick. <laughs> I still don't know if this was a Photoshop, but I saw a, a photograph of a professional arm wrestler. Oh yeah. Who, wait, to get to stay in a lower weight class, he only bulked up the one arm. Yeah. It seems like you'd need the movie Lady in the Water. No, I didn't. There's one of the characters. There's a guy like that. Just works out one arm. Um, And it becomes important. (laughs) So it's key to the plot that there's a guy with one. Yeah, okay. One big bulky arm like Trogdor. You know, this is a thing that we we had talked about if we ever like fuck. You know what we did not talk about on the fucking conference call today was the mobile interface, which this is one of those things where everyone but me is really excited about it. And in mm. order for there to be real movement on a thing, I need to be excited about it in a lot of ways. And so it's just a thing that everyone thinks is a good idea and everyone is real into, but nothing ever happens. 
And I just forgot to bring it up during the call. Chris worked on it some, but yeah, I don't no, know. I know. I don't but know it was like, we need to figure out what we're going to do to make it so six hours of work on this results in something that we can put in front of people. That was right. like where we left it. And then that was seven days ago. And right. the right, other and the it, other day when he was asking for us and Dev to, to have a look at it, it looked pretty slick. I, I played some turns on my phone and it worked really nice. Yeah. Uh, and actually, that's relevant to um, the, the Too Many Adventures thing where... My, for whatever reason, the way my mind works is very different when I'm on my phone versus when I'm at my PC, mm-hmm. where if I'm, if I'm like on the toilet or on the bus, um, or on the toilet, on the bus or on the toilet <laughs> or the toilet bus, um, I will waste so much time on inane bullshit. Right. And, and will not feel bad about it at all. So, I mean, having a place in town where, and just putting up a sign, too many adventures? So there's just a building in town where there are a bunch of different buttons that you can click to spend 10 turns and get something from it. And nobody would ever do it. Seriously. But I bet a lot of people would do it. How hard would it be to refactor rollovers that it kept track of wasted adventures and then gave you something for that when you logged in? I think it would not be super hard. I think that I would add a field to the player table, which is <coughs> wasted adventures accumulator, and then whenever they were capped to in the query that capped them at two hundred, it would also just increment the accumulator. Hmm. Yeah, that I, seems I mean, that'd be. I mean, that as <sighs> thinking as a player, that'd be the sort of thing that I'd really like, just because then you know that. No turn is being utterly wasted if you don't spend it and you go over but the cap. You, you make an account and you come back four years yeah. later. I mean, that's the weird thing, right? Like, that's what I don't necessarily... Like, I don't necessarily feel like it's a good experience if I... Like, if I'm like, oh man, I can't wait until I get powerful enough to beat up this skeleton. And then I leave for a week and I come back and then the skeleton, it, like, I just... You know, it's smaller than my toe, right? And it that is, sounds amazing. What are you talking about? No effort to kill it because <laughs> in that week, in that week that he wasn't playing, his character was bulking up at a gym. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that would seem dissatisfying to me because the, if if you're not playing this game because you enjoy progression as a result of your actions, why are you playing mm-hmm. an RPG? Right? I mean that, like, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, I don't know it. I, I don't mind the idea of doing something with those turns, right? But I don't, I think like saying, all right, you're going to get a job, like you're going to get a job as a firefighter. So like when you're not here playing, you'll get nothing but like, I don't know. Water. Yeah. You'll get, a, you'll <laughs> get a bunch of water. Uh, you'll have a cool fire truck when you, if you, if you, if you log off for a hundred days, you'll come back and get a cool fire truck. That's <laughs> no, but I'm saying not as a firefighter, like get a job as a, as a bouncer at a bar or whatever and gain muscle points for everything. You're going to end up with these crazy lopsided characters, you know, unless we just say like, this is what you, you've learned. And it's like for every 30 turns, like for, say for one for one turn you spend, you get half a fight at your levels worth of stats or something. Hmm, that's even more than I was going to suggest. No. Okay. Yeah, I would. I was gonna suggest something very, very, very minimal. Yeah, like I was gonna one s- one substat point. Yeah, per like one substat point. Like your choice of one substat point or like three meat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I think it's more important that it it doesn't feel completely wasted than that it actually helps you. Yeah. yeah. But I also I also kind of feel like being able to pop on on your phone and in five minutes do something active that doesn't yeah. waste Well, that's them. what I was getting at when yeah. I was bringing up the bus, the toilet bus. Yeah. That's a promotional vehicle uh, made by Fister. Yeah. Uh, they drive it's... it around from town to town. Oh, boy, the toilet bus is here. The toilet bus is here. And you, can, you can go swimming in it and take your picture. What if I'm, instead I'm swimming down the highway. Swimming in it? Yeah. What if instead of the burn turns giving you directly points or meat, what if they give you skee ball tickets and there is a redemption center <laughs> that that you oh. can go pick some stuff from? 
Well, maybe there's all of these options you could you could yeah. decide. I mean, I think I'm I am a lot more likely to say, you know, welcome. Like we open the fun zone. And it's like, <laughs> you're, if you've got too much time and you want to have fun as fast as possible, come to the fun zone. And there's just these buttons that you can hit to spend 10 turns doing various things. And then a list at the bottom. Uh, if how would you like to what activities would you like to, to perform when you're not locked in? <laughs> Just a survey. Yeah, you want to yeah. you want to get a job at the fun zone because oh, it's also could, the work zone. You could just have a new fun stat. It doesn't feed into anything. It's just the total <laughs> amount of fun you've had. Oh, or like rest or relaxation. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, rest XP. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a blonde named Farty says, "Can we have? Uh, can we please have another hint about how slash where to find that last speakeasy password? You want to? You want to give another hint? Uh, not on the spur of the moment. You don't. Okay. You should think about maybe maybe do a puzzle." To reveal a hint. Yeah. Maybe Riff could make a weird seven-segment display puzzle. (laughs) That was a fun puzzle. (laughs) Skeev says, Hi, I like the new customizable menu. It seems a volcano island doesn't magically appear in the menu when you get access to it. If that is the case, it might be confusing to newish players doing the Nemesis thing, since as far as I know, there's no way to get to the Nemesis volcano island from the main map. Well, there is, right? Can't you adventure in the Pirate's Cove until you sail to it? Right. (laughs) Yeah. um, I... I thought that Chris verified that that was working. When it's possible the, that it, you have to reload it. Yeah. That, that sometimes happens. My, my memory that. is that at least the intention was that the, the map object that you get from that last assassin, once you've found the island, is usable to take you right there. Oh, yeah, it is, actually. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's what that is. For. That is another way. That used to be the only way to get there. I think. In fact, before we added the link to it in the top menu because people wanted it. Hmm. But then they just wanted it to be fucking magical, and they didn't. They wanted it in a way that wasn't all buggy and fucked up and confusing. <laughs> what? So we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have given it to them in the first place. <sighs> Tequila says, I've been reading the wiki and I noticed one area lacks an option that would be fun. Can we have an option to taunt people trapped in prisms and maybe many more people trapped in prisms to taunt? Yeah, why not? Who all is trapped in prisms? Well, so far it's just the king. Okay. Uh, Miser says, now that that you've created the tech for copying monsters from the Manuel, would you consider adding that feature to the fax machine that allows creating copies from the Manuel too? If this creates the same old photocopied monster item, it would be interoperable with faxing, making fax spots life easier as well. Of course, it would still be limited to one total fight per day and be unavailable whenever the regular fax machine is. I don't want to do that. The whole point of restricting old limited time content is so that we don't have to not only not make cool things because they would be too powerful in concert with old things, but we also don't have to constantly revisit every old thing to make it as good as every new thing. So, I mean, I get why you want that. And it's because the way this works is better than the fax machine, because when we don't have the fax machine to worry about, we can do it in a better way rather than having to do it in a way that is like, confusingly balanced against existing at the same time as the fax machine. Hamfish says, I just fought the Aquabat and I'm super happy you added it to the new path. The Aquabats are one of my favorite bands and I vaguely remember recommending to them to you guys in Scully a while back. So I choose to take all the credit for its inclusion in the game. All of it. <laughs> Seriously though, this new path is awesome. Well, thanks. Damn, damned fish. It's getting close enough to Halloween that we can start giving people spooky Halloween names again. It's August. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Matt at uh, X Entertainment which is totally not a website anymore. Dinosaur uh, Dracula. Yeah, is is starting to get in his uh, in his Halloween mode. Like Twitter handle yeah, Halloween. No, it's, it's always every time of year is spooky Twitter handle time of year. August has no interesting holidays. I know that's why it's important that we start Halloweening early. Okay. What's your What's your spooky Halloween name? I have no idea. I'm just gonna put Christmas lights up on my avatar. Okay. For Halloween. Yeah. It's yeah. a good call. Hmm. Mm. No, I can't think of one. I couldn't either. Your I, name is surprisingly I, your for, name is surprisingly resistant I've to tried Halloween. For like a couple of years now, like okay, I'm going to be part of this fucking trend. What's a good one? I still can't think of one. Yeah, you could be Grim Crawford. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, oh, I was going to go on the KOL uh, and the Christmas way lights. and do Gremlin. Oh, Suggest Gremlin, Gremlin poet. Gremlin poet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That's pretty spooky. Yeah, no, that you know what? That's very appropriate. I like it. 
Mogwai poet fed after midnight. That's too long. That's <laughs> this is the problem with that name is that it wasn't meant to mean anything, but it means too many things. <laughs> like I have all these people looking for poetry following me on Twitter, and I have people who think I like the band, and the band's okay, you know. And I have people who think I'm a huge fan of the movie Gremlins. None of these things are like <laughs> things I'm really into. It's just, I liked that. I liked the way those syllables sounded. Sure. <laughs> uh, Hamfish says, I mean, damned fish says, okay, now that I've had a chance to play some of the heavy rains path and I'm a huge, I am a huge fan. Uh, I'm also a big wuss. So I'm using a bunch of the gear that reduces monster level, but there's some interesting mechanics at work here. I'm curious about the whole item loss and item finding via the pool skimmer. If you don't think it's too early to start talking about that, I'm in hardcore and it's really cool. Occasionally getting items. I wouldn't normally have access to this early, such as the entire war hippie outfit. I got a bunch of stuff from you three and started to notice patterns such as items from the same person being in the same area and catching several items from the war all in a row, all from different people. How random is the whole thing? I'm fascinated. So the goal there, um, and I think that I have failed at doing this. The goal there was to take stuff away from people who were optimizing and give it to people who were playing casually. Um, turns but out it, it's optimal to, it turns out that stuff. it's optimal to use the thing that just gives you free shit during any fight where you don't care whether you lose any of the items. But then that also dilutes the pool of useful items that you get. So just in the in the new challenge path, like items have a chance of washing away in the rain, and that gets put into a global pool of oh, wow. of items. And then there's an item that you can carry around that's like sort of suboptimal if you if it is important to you to get particular items, but it just lets you fish those other items out of the water. So you'll get stuff from other at people random. at random from higher levels. And there are some afford like we d- when it became clear that people were going to try to game this system, we had to introduce some factors in it that I'm not ready to reveal exactly how they work. I will explain it. Like once the path is done, because I'm worried that there are still ways to game it and I don't want to actually describe how it works. Um, but you know, it just, it just turns out that just getting free shit is good for optimizers. If they're in a place where they don't actually, where they're like just trying to kill monsters instead of trying to get items to drop. And so, the optimal behavior is actually to switch back and forth between the things that prevent items from washing away and the things that let you fish up random items. Um, I was, you know, fiddly. I'm pretty happy with the way that that turned out, but I do wish that I do wish that there had been some way that I could just turn, turn off optimizers completely to the idea of using the thing that didn't just make it suck to use for casual people. Um, but I just don't, I don't know that there's any way that I can do that. Like, I don't know. Try to be democratic, you know, try to, try to be egalitarian about stuff. Try to take, you know, egalitarian is stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Mirror Maker says, I noticed the Merkin Scholar mask didn't let you breathe underwater in terms of the Dolphin King map. Is there any chance that's relevant enough to fix? I think it's relevant enough to just replace the Dolphin King map with another zone. <laughs> Those things are so such weird outliers at this point. Yeah, and I don't they're funny, but they would be funny as references in some other item description as right. opposed to things that you actually had to do cuz it just is goofy. Like back in the day, breathing underwater wasn't a thing in the game and so oh, it's just Snorkel. but which was sort of a joke about Symphony of the Night. Huh. The, <laughs> okay. There's a holy symbol that lets you breathe underwater, but it's just it's the holy symbol is shaped like a snorkel. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I, what I kind of want to do, and I, I've been I've been thinking about this a little bit and sort of slowly putting together what they are. And I might actually do this in a in a sort of an off schedule Twitch broadcast just by hmm. myself um, is add to each of the starter zones. A, just a breadcrumb to another zone that was just out of the way and had a little quest that took you 10 or 15 or 20 turns to do. And then you got a cool reward for it that like nobody who was playing seriously would do, but somebody who was just poking around and wanted more stuff to do on their first day. Right. And, you know, just seeing more monsters. Like, I think that would be a valuable thing to add to the game just in terms of variety at, at a level where it's not at all clear how much variety already exists right. if you are willing to seek it out. 
Oh, robot porn says. Actually, let's. Uh, I meant to transfer this over to the video games hot dog question queue, and so I've done that now. Vlad TP says. I'm sorry. Slam Scrimshank says the actual reality goggles should change the names you see in the pool skimmer message. See, Vlad TP's is spooky already. So historically, I've just because it's it's actually tepish. Is that how you're supposed to pronounce that, oh, is that word right? And so as that was a, because somebody pointed that out, we just started going out of our way to mispronounce it as badly as possible. This is you. This guy's been sending radio questions in for like a decade. It's good stuff. Uh, hmm. I forget how the actual reality goggles work. Just to give you everyone's true name. Yeah, no, I, I know. In chat, it starts showing all of the XXX underscore and before and after everybody's names and all the 69s and 420s appended to usernames. But I don't remember if it's... I don't know that I can make them work on the pool skimmer hmm. messages because I don't remember how they're... I don't remember how that randomizer is keyed. It's There's got to be a way. Yeah. There's a lot of other places where they don't work also, but... Do you... Does everybody see the same thing that's another thing i don't remember because that i think so i think each user has a fixed true name i see um well that's fixed until whatever bullshit linux asshole decides to do next with the php random number generator that just ruins everything (laughs) anyway you should be using your own random number generator if you need it to be consistent oh should i Hmm. I don't know hmm. how to make my own random number generator. You can just point I'll, a webcam I'll, I'll at a you lava a lamp. Page is cool about the Mersenne twister. I, I do you use the Mersenne twister. I don't remember. I just copied and pasted some code. Mm. Have you seen the movie Mersenne Twister with Bill Paxton? <laughs> I have. I mean, Bill Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy. It's Helen Hunt. Yeah. No. You I, mean Laura Linney? Who knows? Helen Hunt and Laura Linney are not the same. They person. are exactly the same person. <laughs> wow, that's they have different that's names. Wrong. All right, guys, here's my suggestion. My suggestion is that we go eat some tater tots. Okay, Riff, you can eat whatever you want. Maybe okay. just a bottle, a bottle of salad dressing or whatever, mm. and then we'll come back and record a video games hot dog where we'll talk about all the other video games. I, I raise my Thanks for joining us on the Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Yes, oh. Mogwai poet. No, well, you're very welcome. It's been a trip. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Have a great weekend, Good night, everybody. everybody. Good night.